Hey, welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. This is one of those episodes today where I've got a guest and we're also turning on the video camera. So for the 90% of you that listen only, hey, this is one of those episodes where you can go to the show notes. There'll be a link to YouTube and you can see our guest today. It is one of our proven Amazon course students who's gone off in a really cool, unique direction, having some cool success. She's going to share her story. But before we jump into that, a couple housekeeping notes for you. If you're just listening, hey, that's cool. You can just hang out and listen and don't take any notes because any links that we mention, as well as a link to YouTube, will be at silentgym.com. That's the only link you'll ever need if you're a fan of this podcast. Just remember silentgym.com. Go to this episode. Any references or resources or links we talk about, we'll put it all there for you. Okay. So that's the only thing you got to remember today. But I'm going to introduce our guest who I just met. I mean, we've only talked for maybe two or three minutes and then brought her on. This is her first time on our show. And I'm super excited to introduce to you Betsy Mays. Now on the screen, if you're watching, it says Elizabeth, but she goes by Betsy. So we're going to call her Betsy today. And like I said, she's a proven Amazon course student. She's built an incredible business. Now she's got a husband and some kids that have grown up and, and moved on. Maybe we'll hear a little bit about her family as well. But she kind of does it on her own. So for those of you who are out there kind of you know, doing business, your family may or may not be supportive. Hers is, mine is, but this is kind of her baby. And I have that in common as well. And there's couples in our community that do the business together. There's people who are married and they kind of do it on their own. And there's several single people in our community as well. So I like bringing a nice mix of backgrounds and experiences. And Betsy's one of those who's kind of built it, you know, her family supports her. She said her husband is her shipping department. Exactly. <laughs> and we're going to hear a bit about that in a moment too. But I'm going to turn the microphone over to you, Betsy. I just want to hear your story. Fill us in. Tell us about these cool games that you've created and how they've taken off this private label idea that you've come up with. And uh, just share your story. Welcome to the show. Great. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate you having me here. So um, I'm a public school teacher for 25 years. I've been teaching math in the middle school and I love my job and my passion is education and math. And um, making it fun is really what I'm all about. So I play a lot of games with my students and my own children. And then as my kids got older a few years ago, they said to me, hey mom, you should try to like sell these games. These are really good. And I go, hmm, maybe I should look into that. So as I was exploring that avenue of how do you create a game? How do you have one made? How do you sell it? I ran across Amazon as a selling platform. And as I started looking into that, I of course ran across Jim Cockrum's Silent Sales Machine radio and the podcast. And I started listening. Um, I'll be honest, PAC wasn't the first thing I thought about purchasing. I almost got bamboozled by one of those high pressure, lots of money guys. <laughs> Which shall not be named, right? No, and I don't even remember the name, right? But they get you on a phone call and they have you doing all this stuff and it just yeah. didn't feel right. You know, it made my stomach like a little upset. And so I just told the guy, you know, I'm going to have to think about this. He got really upset because he was like, well, I thought you could commit today. And I'm like, you know, it just doesn't feel right. So I'm not doing it. And then wow. that's when I... Um, Good for you. Yeah, I... I was lucky. I dodged a bullet, I think. And then I ran across your program and it was extremely reasonably priced it, and yours stays forever. So like you've done all the upgrades since I purchased a few years ago, the, the new platform. I get all of that. That's what's so cool. And there's so many no, new modules in there I haven't even had a chance to look at. So I'm kind of looking forward to my summer and getting a chance to peek at some of that new stuff. Awesome. Yeah. We like to keep our students cutting edge. And, and like you said, once you pay once... You keep getting the updates. Exactly. So I appreciate that. We have students, Betsy, who bought that course. Uh, how old is it now? Like 10 years plus. Oh, wow. And they've never paid another dime. We just keep throwing the new stuff in. It, you know. So yeah, 
appreciate you being a student. And yeah, yep. there's some good modules in there. But I know you latched onto one particular strategy. I don't know. Do you consider it private label at this point? I do consider it private label. And that's where you've helped because I was learning from your group. I learned things about like brand registry. So if I was a registered trademarked brand, I then could get into brand registry. I then could have my own Amazon storefront. So all those kinds of things I have accomplished, but it's been with the advice and suggestions of people in your Facebook group. So that's where I found, find that so valuable. And just even things like before I started this journey, I didn't have any social media. I didn't have Facebook. I didn't have Twitter. I didn't have Instagram. And now I do. And all of it's related to my business, but learning how to manage it and things to do on it and like how to collect emails. So through your group, I just listen a lot in your group. I don't, I mean, I'll give advice or thumbs up, but I'm not like always bombarding it. Anyway, I learned about like offering free to collect emails. So I created a a booklet on teaching integers, which goes along with one of my games. And I offer that for free to teachers and parents. And then I collect their email when they request the book. And of course, they can opt out of anything. But that's one of the ways I've created a little bit of a following for myself. Oh, beautiful. All right. So it sounds like you've jumped into even... uh, Have you read the... um, This is a book recommendation for you and for anyone else. Okay. uh, The free marketing book, by any chance? No. Free marketing? I'm going to grab a copy of it. So for those of you watching on YouTube, very unprofessional of me. I'm going to go away for a second. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. That wasn't too bad. This is the book. If you're watching on YouTube, this is the book that uh, uh, I've never made a dime on it because every, every, all the proceeds have gone to support a ministry in Detroit. Good buddy of mine. This, that story's told at the beginning of the book. But it's got a bunch of uh, free marketing ideas, including a lot of email marketing strategies and that sort of mm-hmm. thing that go beyond what's in the silent sales machine, which is the book you've got displayed nicely over your shoulder. I appreciate that. It's awesome. That. Thank you. <laughs> um, that's really cool. But yeah, this book... Um, for all the Dave Ramsey fans, it's actually the one that I that Dave Ramsey endorsed. Right. And it's just got some really good ideas. But I, I do dive deep on... Now, even though it's a, it's a 2011 book, the reviews we're getting even recently have been just glowing on, on that type of you know getting in front of your key audience, providing maximum value to them. Email marketing is not dead. It's still extremely powerful. Right. Although we've gotten really excited lately about Facebook messenger strategies lately. You know, chat bots, if you haven't heard of those. I've heard, I've heard, but I haven't tried. So, but the nice thing about that is the delivery and open rates are phenomenal. You've got to really earn the right, but something else for you to investigate. But kudos to you for jumping into email marketing and giving away free content. It's a great way to grow an audience. Right. And then following up with folks. I mean, that's how this community has been built. Without email marketing, none of the books, courses, or any of the success that we've had and to any degree would ex- even exist. So, Great job, Betsy, on that. And one of the things I wanted to share with the group too, while I was learning this process, I was hearing about, I didn't know how Amazon worked. So in order to figure that out, I did about six months of retail arbitrage. Mm -hmm. So uh, Q4 of 2017, I did $10,000 in the month of December. Nice. Just retail arbitrage. So it's not something I've chose to continue to do, but I sure had fun for those several months that I was into that. And that was all through the support of your group. Oh, beautiful. You know, anytime I had a question on how to print a label or what to do, or you know, if you're restricted on certain items and how to get unblocked and all that, the, the face group will group was so supportive. So that was really fun. It, it's a great introduction into what's possible on Amazon. It's a good right. feet way. That's where we start our students out right there. If it's only for you know a couple months, put a little money in the bank, prove to yourself it works, see how easy it can be, get over those few speed bumps, right? So yeah, good for you. That's cool. You jumped into the uh, retail arbitrage, which is just simply a matter of 
ninety percent of our audience probably knows what this is, but just in case, retail arbitrage is just buying some, something off a store shelf mm-hmm. for five or ten bucks, selling it online for forty or fifty to someone right. who's so excited that it's so readily available and they don't have to go to the store or look everywhere to find it. You've provided a valuable service, made a decent profit. That's how Amazon makes their money. It's a great model. And that's the basic model that we use for most newbies. So that, yeah, that's kind of how you got your feet wet, huh? But it sounds like you transitioned right, exactly. over to your own products pretty quickly. I did. So I have um, have three games right now on Amazon and that's my primary selling platform. I do attend like math workshops or I'm going to... Um, there's a homeschool convention here in Phoenix, Arizona that I'm attending in July. It'll be my second year going to the homeschool convention. And that's another place where um, I find a lot of success with my games. Oh, beautiful. All right. So what, what percentage, if you know, is... Because uh, you said you're a public school teacher, but you're playing mm-hmm. in that homeschool arena. I totally love that. That's great. Right. That's kind of... It sounds to me like you've got your your foot in two ponds, you know? Yeah, we do what's best for kids, right? Exactly. So there are some people, and I know you, you homeschool and a lot of this group does, that you have the time and the resources to do that. And that's that's fabulous. But unfortunately, a lot of families don't. And that's what's great about our country, right? We offer free public school to kids. So I think, you know, as long as families and people have that choice, they're both good choices. Yeah, we've never been like anti-public school, but we could. Right. Homeschool. So we did. We was like, man, we have a chance to. Why wouldn't we? That's kind of our position. And there's some great public schools out there. Yeah, but I love it. Yeah, you're doing what's best for kids and you're having some success. Do you have right. do you have a good feel for your core audience? Is it, you know, fifty fifty or is it predominantly homeschool buyers of your games? Like actually it's probably you know, that's a good question. I haven't really thought of it. I would say we're 50-50. Um, a lot of times school teachers like to buy class sets of my games for the classroom or they, um, school teachers seem to like educational games a lot for their own families. And that's who I sell to. But then I've had a couple influencers that I've worked with over the past year and they've been more focusing on the homeschool market. So um, gotcha. that's been where I found a lot of success as well. Well, th- this is an opportunity for you too. Like, tell us what the name of the game is. We've, oh, like you okay. said, there's a lot of homeschool families. Some families, <laughs> right. they make their kids listen to this show as part of the homeschool, <laughs> which my wife doesn't even do that to our kids. But, you know, okay. families that just love it. My kids hear from me enough. Like, they don't have a podcast. But something like this, there's homeschool families listening. We'd love to hear how can people find this? What, what do they look for? Well, I think they can find them on Amazon. Um, The first game, my signature game is called Absolute Zero. It's a card game. And the gist of it is that you combine positive and negative numbers to make a value of zero. I love it. That's it. Yeah. So it, it sound, it's really simple, but there's a, there's a lot to it. Kids like it. Adults like it. Uh, families like it. It's really... And how I came about this, I was playing in the classroom card games and I used a regular deck of cards and I was a middle school teacher. So red was negative, black was positive. And the kids had to remember that and they had to remember like that jokers were 11. So I was looking for cards that had positive and negative numbers on them and there weren't any. So I created them. No way. Yeah. So I created them. They just look like this, positive and negative numbers on cards. Yeah. Betsy's holding them up. This is another good reason to watch on YouTube, guys. If you're listening yeah. only, hey, check it out. That is that is such a cool but simple concept. Have you trademarked it? Have you gone ahead and put some legal protection behind it? Yep. It's, it's a registered trademark now. That's awesome. So red cards and black cards with numbers, positive and negative, is now a trademarked concept owned yep. by yeah. Betsy Mays. I love that. Exactly. And I also received a Parents' Choice Foundation Award recently for this game. Congratulations. Wow, that's awesome. Is that through um, Parent Magazine or who who does? Who awards that? No, it's, it's, it's Parents' Choice Foundation. It's a foundation. Okay. That does that. So you um, have to 
pay and apply with your, you know, pay for an application and then they award different levels of um, games. So mine is a... So that was some pretty good exposure for you, huh? Yes, it is. Because they promote the things that they're... Um, plus, it's nice to say on, on Amazon, I can say I'm a Parents' Choice Foundation award winner. So that kind of helps too. That's beautiful. And then um, when I would go to conferences with this game, teach, people would be like, hey, Betsy, we'd like something for smaller kids. So then I created 10 Fish. It's a spin of Go Fish, but instead of just looking for cards that match, like do you have a two or do you have a red, you have to compose 10. So you have to have cards that equal 10. Okay. So maybe like a two and an eight equals 10, so then you can lay it down. It's helping kids. Base 10 is our number system, obviously, and being able to make 10 is a very important elementary skill. So knowing that three and seven is 10, two and eight is 10. Yeah. And that's not something that comes easily to everybody. So this game helps reinforce that. And I also put something called 10 frames on there, which is a visual aid for helping kids see 10. So um, this is a new game and it's been extremely well received and popular. So both my games last week had the Amazon Choice banner. At the same time, elated over the moon. That is phenomenal! Wow. So, take me through just from the the numbers, if you will, right? Of you know, what did this look like? You know, how much did you have to put into this up front? Right. At what point were you scared, like we all are? That what have I done? You know, like no. <laughs> take us through that journey a little bit. And this has been what, like a two year journey? It sounds yeah, two years about. Just a little short, I think. So the, the more I order my cards from, um, a, actually, I got a company in China that prints them for me. And, you know, you have to order in a certain amount to get a decent price, right? So the first shipment, I only got 100 just to see how, well, first I ordered 10 and I didn't like the design. So then I redesigned them. And my daughter was my graphic designer for my first deck. So my goddaughter was my graphic designer. My son helped me with the rules. And then like you had already mentioned, my husband is sort of my um, prep center. He does the packing and shipping for me. So it, it is a bit of a family adventure. I love it. But yeah, so ordered the first 10 decks just to see what it looked like. I didn't like the case. I didn't like the design. We tweaked stuff. And then I went ahead and ordered 100, started selling those. Got, I was just getting into social media then. So I was just kind of getting friends and family to start buying them just to get some sales going. But it's really hard, I noticed too, to get those organic sales and to get the reviews. And I know I was through your group and listening to all the cautionary tales, I knew to do it the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it was just—it was just slow. It was just slow going, you know. I, I would—I um, attended a couple of conferences, so paying money for a booth at a math conference or at the homeschool convention is a way to get some exposure because people would see it there and maybe they'd buy it there, but maybe they would just take the card or the pencil I was giving away and go home and purchase them from Amazon. Um, so that was my first year, just kind of getting the word out there as much as I could. But then it kind of spread. It was kind of funny. One of my teachers came to me and said, Betsy, I was at the park playing and this one lady sat down next to me and said she ran across this great game and it was absolute zero and they didn't know each other. So it was just kind of neat to hear that people were talking about my game outside of, you know, my four walls. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. The, yeah. It's a great experience to start seeing your stuff right. around. So. Yeah. With 10 fish, I did something a little different though. Um, it was really, it was painfully slow getting going with 10 fish. You know, people that saw it and played it, loved it, but just to get sales on Amazon. So I hired an influencer. She has a website and does podcasts and gives away free content. And I paid her to review and promote my cards with her group. And I gave her a coupon code for Amazon to share with her group. And 
that was huge because it was a boost in sales. And then an unintended consequence that I didn't think about, a lot of those people left reviews. Ah. So I got a bunch of sales and a bunch of reviews and I little better than broke even on the deal. Right. But the momentum, I imagine. But the momentum, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So you kind of got to think, you got to sometimes spend a little money to make money. Right. Um, and, and that's hard when you're just getting started and you don't have a lot. But it's, in this case, because I knew it was a good product, I felt it was worth it and it did pay off. So that was really exciting. Have you, and maybe this, I'm going to slip a little bit into coach slash interviewer here for a second. Mm-hmm. Just ask you, have you played around with filming students playing your game and turning that into a Facebook ad? I have not. I hired a photographer that did some life shots for me. So she's got kids, just still shots of them playing the game. Sure. And that's been helpful in advertising. So I've done stuff like used Canva with these, you know, made my own ads and then put them on Facebook, put them on um, Instagram and uh, Twitter. And that helps a little, but I like your idea, Jim. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the premise behind the Proven Audience Formula. That's a book Mm -hmm. on Amazon, Proven Audience Formula, but it talks about how we've We've sent, we've had videos take off and get tens of millions of views and we'll give them a little bit of a boost with some cash. But if Mm -hmm. it, especially if it's kids, if you can get some kids kind of giggling, interacting with your product in some way, having fun, and it can be user submitted content as well, which is something I'd encourage you to do. And this this hopefully is helpful for many of the listeners as well, but just encourage the users of your product to turn on their cell phone video camera. It doesn't have to be professional at all. Actually, that helps you dramatically. If it's not professional, it's far more likely to go viral. Have them hold their camera up and down, not sideways. So it (laughs) looks like you're a pro, just up and down because people associate that with amateur video and just show them playing your game, having a good time, learning. And uh, if there's any way for you to communicate with your student base, it sounds like You've captured some emails of your students. And if you were to send out a blast and say, hey, guys, we're having a contest, make the prize whatever. User submitted content, either images, which are awesome, or ideally video of you guys using and playing with the game. And then just spend a few dollars, five bucks here, $10 there, and you can figure out very quickly if you've got a winner. That might be a great way to promote your product. That's a lot of the marketing strategies we've used around here to do some truly big numbers. Can I ask a question then? Absolutely. You just you just said, so here was what I'm envisioning. You said, um, run a contest with people that I already have a relationship with about creating a video of your kids playing 10 Fish or Absolute Zero. Yep. Then what do you, where do you, would you have them post that on Facebook? Do you have them email it to you? What, you know what I'm saying? Whatever's convenient for them. Okay. Tell them, you, you want to make it as easy as possible on them. Right. Say, you know, you can upload the file to... Google Drive and share the link with me. You can put it on YouTube. You could upload it to Facebook and tag me. Whatever's convenient and easy for you. you know, so, because some people are going to be comfortable with one thing over the other. Uh, and then before you use it, obviously, you'd want to get their permission. right? You oh, need yeah, to definitely. have them sign an eight-page legal document. <laughs> I mean, I see, you'll see ESPN and CBS and Fox News going on Instagram and someone has a cool picture that they want to use, and they'll say, hey, this is uh, Joe from ESPN. That's a great photograph you just took. Can we use it on our website? And they'll take, the person who took the photo will go, yeah, sure, that's kind of cool. Done. You know, that, that's all anybody needs. And yeah. you know, now you're able, they've given you permission to use it, and you can reward them with their prize, and you can use it. And you know, if, it, if it really takes off and does well for you, you can always reward them even more and say, hey, you got some cute kids. 
let's do some more video of those guys. They're having a blast. Their laugh is infectious, whatever. And you can maybe even involve them in your marketing efforts in some mm-hmm. way. But um, just kids organically interacting with the products can be some pretty powerful marketing. Uh, because what ends up happening is people tag people. Right. And that's what you'll learn in the proven audience formula strategies. Uh, there's actually a real inexpensive book. And if that resonates, I'll hook you up with the course, Betsy. No cost. So you can dive into it. Okay, great. Thank you. And I think you might get pretty excited about how simple this stuff is. And okay. your product is a really nice fit. I mean, we've seen it work for all kinds of products, but a product that a kid can interact with and have a little fun with and very organically, candidly laugh and goof around with a little bit, man, those are ideal for, for this strategy. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how that goes. And hopefully some listeners are picking up some ideas as we go here too, that you know, it doesn't have to be complex. Video strategies with Facebook just don't have to be complex. And you can set your daily limit of ad spend at five bucks. You know, let's just test and see what happens. We've had videos go viral. You throw a few dollars at them, and they just kind of take off organically on their own. People tagging and sharing and that sort right, of thing. Right, right. Good, thank you. I'll try that. Yeah, excited to hear how it goes. I'll let you know. <laughs> so keep, keep the story going. And I, I wouldn't mind hearing a few numbers too. You know, we're all entrepreneurs. We're all business owners here. What did you have to call as, as much as you're comfortable? You know, what did you have to spend? When did it start to pay off? You know, what was the process of getting it created? And you know, what's it like to contact a manufacturer in China to get a product made? Do I do I need a PhD in international trade to do this? Or right. No, you know, I actually just Googled it. I Googled how to make playing cards. And you know what I came up with? Makeplayingcards.com. Believe it or not. <laughs> That's the website. And they're they're in China, but they're fast, they're convenient. They ship directly to wherever I need them to and take care of the customs and the importing of that stuff. So that's why I went that route. Um, and it's just, it, w- it was a little scary. You know, like I've had customs when I had the slash shipment come in because it was a little bigger. Mm-hmm. I had customs call me and need, you know, a tax ID number for me to let it come into the country. But I haven't had any problems but it was a little scary. I have an interesting way of how I found my graphic designer. So my daughter designed the first dip. She was my absolute zero um, graphic designer. She had some training in high school. And so she used that to do this for me. And then when I was getting ready to do 10 fish, mom, she had started teaching. My daughter is now a teacher herself. She goes, mom, I just don't have the time or really the skills to do what you want. So I've heard you know, about Fiverr and some of these other places where you can get graphic designers. And I started looking and actually had done that route to get a graphic designer for my logo. And I, so I knew the process, but I also know that when you go through those sites, you're limited in the contact with the person, right? There's, there's somebody in between you. Right. And that isn't the best. So I got on Fiverr and I found some and I, who I liked their designs and then I Googled them. So I found my girl, Holly, through Fiverr, but then I found her outside of Fiverr and contacted her that way. And now we have this relationship. She's designed the cards for me, but now we have a merch account together and together we are doing t-shirts just, you know, and splitting the profits on that. So it's been really fun to meet people and build. That's was thinking creatively and outside the box, right? I knew I wanted this person, but I found them a different way. So that was kind of interesting. Man, that's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. And it really does come down to relationships too. Right. You start establishing relationships and other creative ideas pop up. Right. Little successes turn into multiple successes. And such a great story. Thank you. So like even like Instagram, I was thinking about that. I knew that Instagram was a way that especially younger people communicate and do things. My son is always on Instagram, not my thing. Mm-hmm. So I created an account. I did a couple posts. I had like 10 followers. So 
a friend of a friend's son kind of like thing. He has a company that promotes Instagram accounts. So I paid him a hundred bucks and for a month he did some things. I don't know what. And now I have like 2000 followers on Instagram. So sometimes you just have to let people know what you're doing, you know, when you're at the coffee shop or at work or at the grocery store and just tell people what you do and they'll go, Hey, I know someone that does this and they can help you do that. So it's really been kind of fun. Yeah. It's a multi-pronged journey for sure. It's like, there's so many great ideas that you could pursue in any given day. Right. I think sometimes people get the perception that being in this position must feel like juggling, you know, a thousand different balls in the air at the same time, spinning all these plates. What does your day-to-day reality look like running your business now? And, you know, give us maybe your, your daily routine. I'm always curious to see like, you know, well, you know what? I work full-time still for the school district. So I get up at about 4.45 every morning and exercise with my husband. Then I go off to work and do my day job, come home, and in the evening is when I do my work. So a lot of times I'll be sitting on the couch and my husband will be watching the news and I have my laptop in my lap and I'm you know, responding to Facebook posts and I'm looking at Instagram and I'm researching whatever it is that I want to do. Then I usually set aside a couple hours on uh, Sunday afternoon before our family dinner that, to do my finances. So every Sunday I balance my books and I you know, I have a spreadsheet that I created to, to keep track of my business finances. That's just what I like to do. And so every Sunday is my time to sit down and do that. Beautiful. I'm always curious to hear. So here's another question, breaking down your business a little bit. I think it might serve people well. It sounds to me like you're moving some product off of Amazon as well as on Amazon. Correct. Correct? Mostly Amazon, but a little bit off, right? Okay. Well, the product that you're selling off Amazon, how is that set up? Is it a Shopify site? You know what? I don't have any other online site. It's through conferences and word of mouth. So like if I'm at a workshop or a conference, sometimes school districts will contact me to purchase through me, not Amazon. I looked into that, the Shopify site, and it just seems like more than I could do right now. Yeah. So. That might be a good next step for you. Because you know, mm-hmm. the beauty of that model is you, you truly own the customer. Right. And if you were to put some on-box marketing of some kind, you know, a website or such at some point, next big run you make, Right. Yeah, I've, I've bought several domain names with my game in it to have them sitting there for that step. I just haven't been able to take it yet. Beautiful. When you get to it, yeah, that's a, that'll be a great next step. Your profit margins go up and obviously, you know, you're not exposed as easily to the, you know, hundreds of millions of Amazon shoppers. Exactly. But you own the customers that you do get that way. So that'd be a great next step for you. What would you say to, you know, I've met so many entrepreneurs, they have a dream in their heart. They maybe mm-hmm. even have a product idea. And I know it's not an easy road. Right. But you know, what might you say to encourage? You know, you approached us, if I remember correctly, and you you it was it a post on Facebook? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, a Facebook post. I was just sharing the good news about having um my two Amazon Choice Awards running simultaneously on both my games. So that- That's right. That's right. And thank you for having the having the bravery to step up and tell your story. And, and you're, you know. <laughs> leading and speaking and teaching and getting in front of people, you know, that, that propels your business forward. And it does. So, so this is a three-way win. The audience is winning, getting inspired. You know, you're getting some exposure for your product and stepping into more of a leadership role. And I'm providing great content to my audience. You are. You know, so this is a good mix here. But, you know, take us through, tell a little bit more, like what would you say to these people who are maybe further behind you, a little behind you in this journey? Because uh, you're only a couple of years in. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing is, is to be patient and just some beats none, right? Doing something every day beats doing nothing every day. So I have trouble sometimes 
I don't want to say talking to people. I'm a teacher. Obviously, I can talk well, but like contacting somebody for a sales or a business opportunity or reaching out, that's a bit challenging for me. So I just make myself do it. You know, what's the worst thing that can happen? They can say, say no, right? Do it scared, so, right? Do it scared. That's a theme around here. Exactly. Exactly. And I've just really wanted to see this come to fruition and see how far it could go. And I was lucky that I have a supportive family and my husband supports me 100%. And, you know, we decided how much we could invest in this opportunity. And I said, okay, I'm just going to do all I can with what I've got. And it is a slow process. So you can't expect overnight success. You can't like, I'm selling about... Oh, that's up to you. If you're willing to share, we will hit any numbers we're willing to give it. Yeah, right now, right now between the three games that I have, about two, averaging 250 decks a month on Amazon, you know, and so that's making a little bit of a profit, but everything, I haven't, I haven't taken any money out of my business yet, right? I created a separate checking account. My husband and I decided how much we'd put into that account to, to start the business, seed money, and I've just been letting it, I just keep turning it over and buying more product or buying more training or buying, you know, whatever I feel I need at the time to grow my business. And luckily I don't have to look at that yet as paying myself. I'm hoping to, you know, my husband retired this last year and I'm hoping to in the next year or two retire myself. And then this will be what I do full time. Well, you know, you know, what book really inspired us and you sound like a miniature version of the Nike story. And let's all hope that you're as big as Nike Sunday, right? Okay. That would be awesome. <laughs> but their story was very, very right. similar yep. in the beginning of, you know, how they just, I think if you read the, have you read the book Shoe Dog by any chance? I have not. You'd enjoy it. And the listeners too. If you've got, if you're trying to build a brand, I know it's one of Brett, my partner, Brett's favorite books. He said, Jim, you got to read this. And I read it. Mm-hmm. And when I finished, I'm like, man, that was good. He's like, yeah, I've read it like 10 times. (laughs) It's a great story in all the ways they messed up. But the thing they had was persistence. You know, they they had persistence. They stuck with it. And and, uh, they were pouring all the money back into the business. And they, you know, things got pretty tight a few times, but they truly built something special. But, you know, I I, I do want to mention this before we jump too far past that point. Because we live in a different area, you know, the shoe dog right. story kind of it's a sixties and seventies story. And then the eighties, they take off nineties, they're, you know, billion dollar company. And we all know Nike today. Uh, but we live in a different era where you can take these risks now and it, it's just the risk is so much smaller and the upside is so much bigger. You don't have to go all in and boom or bust type process where, man, this is either going to end us or it's going to be huge. You can do these small tests. I mean, you were able to order. Right. This wouldn't have been possible 30 years ago for you to find a factory in China. It's like, yeah, yeah. Hey, we'll make you a hundred decks of a card. Sure. <laughs> you know, it might take off, might be something. Right. They lost money on that probably, you know, or broke even at best, but mm-hmm. you tested an idea and it took off and now you're selling 250 right. a month and pretty soon it can be 2,500 a month and pretty soon right. it's going to be 25,000 a month. Right. I hope so. the moment, as the momentum takes off and they, some of these marketing strategies and connections and relationships, maybe someone's even listening to this podcast and they have connections for an education show or something and they're going to get you connected. You know, that's how these things work. And the beauty and the simplicity of your product is, I don't want to leave that understated as well. It, it's a gorgeous concept because your elevator pitch, and maybe I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge, I'm going to put you on the spot here in just a second. Like we're okay. on the elevator and uh, I, I am the director of, you know, 100,000 homeschoolers and we come up with content ideas for our magazine okay. and we send out a monthly magazine and we put the best of the best ideas and you come up to me and I know you've got a game for homeschool. Like, what would you say? Pitch right. it to me real quick. 
15 seconds. The elevator's going down. Thanks, Jim, for putting me on the spot. Um, you know, my goal is to make math fun. So I've created games to make math family fun so that we can all learn our basic skills. Beautiful. That's, that's, that's amazing. And here, can I, can I give you a couple of examples? Because I carry them everywhere I go. <laughs> right. So, so and, and Jim, what I also see as a public educator so many times people don't pursue their dreams because math gets in the way, right? You can't take mm. the college classes you wanted because you had to take algebra in high school or college, you know, and, and I see math becoming a roadblock or a hurdle for a lot of people as they get older. And I don't want that to happen. So I really believe that everybody can do math and understand it if they're given the right opportunities. And so that's kind of been my mission is to make math fun. I do a lot of teacher training in my position with the school district. So I'm trying to give the teachers the self-confidence they need to be good math instructors and also give, and this is the other thing, I cannot tell you, I've had um, 25 years of teaching. I have about 200 kids a year. So you can do the math of how many parent-teacher conferences I've had over the years. And I can't tell you how many times parents have said to me, I don't know how to help my kid with math. I just don't know what to do. So I'm trying to give people fun ways to help their kids with math at home. That's beautiful. And, and for, you know, math is a big deal to me because, you know, one of the, we've done a couple episodes. It's mentioned, it's been mentioned a few times on this podcast. You know, we're coming up on episode 200. Maybe we've already had episode 200 by the time this one airs. And it, I would say <laughs> in, in at least three, if not five or more episodes, I've mentioned the three foundational of what, this is what I believe every student needs to become a, a successful adult. And it's based on timeless thousands of years old Hebrew principles. There's three, only three things a kid needs to be equipped with and you've raised, you've educated them successfully. Now, not everyone's going to agree with this, but everyone includes math on the list because that list is spiritually grounded, relationally grounded, good relationships with your, their fellow man, they, they, good relationships at home, family, friendships, that kind of thing. You know, if you can, and that requires education. Those things don't just happen. And the third one is, Math numbers, enough to where you can be effective in business. You could make change at a cash register if you had to. That kind of, I can think about numbers. I can analyze a situation and apply numbers to that situation. Those, those are vital life right, just skills. Number sense, right? And we've yep. drifted away from it a bit mm-hmm. as a culture. Mm-hmm. So I see you kind of on the front line. You know, I consider what we do around here, we're kind of cultural warriors. We're trying to say, hey, business is virtuous. It's valuable. Entrepreneurs are very special people in our, our country and in our culture. They're, they're needed. And you got to have some basic math skills. So, you know, I see us as almost fellow warriors on the same battlefield from that regard. Because, you know, if your cards were teaching, let's say, you know, color theory or something interesting, history, and you know, those are all great things. But math, vital foundational from my vantage point. So I, I, this really resonates with me and is extremely valuable. Good. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. You're obviously passionate about it and that's going to take you places. You know, and and when investors look at projects like this, I'm learning, it's they don't dive deep into the product as much as they dive deep into the person. Are they passionate about it? You know, are... Right. Please, Can I mention one more thing? I'm sorry to interrupt. But when you said investors, so I did... When I was getting my game off the ground, Kickstarter... I didn't even know what Kickstarter was. It was my 20-year-old children. They're, mom, you got to do Kickstarter. Do I'm like, Kickstart what is campaign? Kickstarter? Anyway, it was, I, 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 oh, I had a numbers. successful Kickstarter campaign. Yes, I did. You know what? I, I'm saying I did a low number because I just, I needed help, but I didn't have to have the money to make this go, but it was more for the app. So I made it a low, I want to say $2,000. And the people could choose to, if they 
contribute. I think it was like a, for a $15 donation, you'd get a deck of cards when they were made, or um, you could just give me, you know, some money because you liked it and wanted to help. But then the other thing I did that was pretty cool and people to take advantage of it. If you like this idea, but you don't need the cards, you can give me the $15 and I will donate a deck of cards to a Title I school, which is a, a school with a low income. And so a lot of people took me up on that opportunity. And then what was fun was I had the kids and the teacher at the school that I donated the cards to write thank you notes to the people that funded that. Oh, what a great idea. Yeah. So that was, that was, that was really fun. I almost forgot about that. It was a business experience too, right? And it was advertising. Beautiful story. What a beautiful age we live in too, where you can take an idea and kind of crowdsource the, the funding initial concept. and. Right. Um, yeah, I'm not a Kickstarter expert. I've never actually used it myself. But yeah, thanks for throwing it out there. Just another funding option. Right. If someone's trying to launch a concept, you know, exactly. why not give it a try? Right. Well, funding funding and advertising. I mean, my daughter buys a lot of games that she just sees on Kickstarter. My, my daughter, who's in her 20s, just she goes on Kickstarter regularly to see what's the newest, latest, greatest game out there. So Yeah, sure. You can get great private label ideas even if you're looking for new ideas that way, right? Exactly. Yeah. Or <laughs> yep. you know, one thing yeah. that someone in our community yeah. was doing, it's been a while since I contacted, they were going to successful Kickstart campaign owners, people who got their funding, they've got their product, okay. it's being worked on, being developed. And they're saying, hey, when you're ready, I can be your Amazon guy because I know Amazon and you may not know it, but I know it. And for a percentage of sales, I'll get you ramped up there. You know, because because if it's if it's wow, that's a great idea. Social media latched on. That's what a successful Kickstart campaign is. It's a successful social media campaign. Mm-hmm. If it worked there, odds are it'll work on Amazon, and people will be looking for it there eventually. So why not partner up early on and help them set up their right. own account? That's the proven product partnering strategy we talk about sometimes around here, which right. I'm making myself a note. Right. So we meant any links we mentioned, silentgym.com, you can go there. The Proven Product Partnering is one of the modules inside the course that you have, the Proven Amazon course. So yeah, that's, that's one way to educate yourself on how to do those kind of partnerships. But well, what else would you say? We were in the process of sharing some inspiration, some encouragement, you know, some reality of what it feels like to launch your own brand. Any other thoughts come to mind or any other encouragement you have? Or how else do you want to kind of land this plane and take us home on this? Right. I guess, I guess, you know, it's, it's just be patient, be diligent. And I kind of like the philosophy you've always shared, Jim, is, you know, do it with integrity, right? If, if you approach everything with honesty and integrity, you're not trying to take the shortcut. You're not trying to find the easy way to do anything. That's what's going to be sustainable, right? So instead of, you know, doing anything that might be considered a little shady, just do it with integrity and, and you'll be rewarded in the end. It might take a little longer, but it'll be well worth it. Yeah. The, the greatest asset you have is your reputation. You know, biblically, that's right. worth more than silver and gold. Any amount you want to give me, a good reputation is worth more than that. So yeah, protect it by doing the right thing, acting with integrity and right. treating everybody as if they're family. You know, How would you treat your family if they were coming to you and asking for this thing that your customer's asking for? If you can provide that level of service, yeah, you're, you'll become an unstoppable force. So if you're a stock, Betsy, I'm buying as I have become fond of saying on this show. That is a, is a beautiful business model. Thank you. I've got a few more games in the works, so I'll let you know when they come out. <laughs> beautiful. Can't wait. Now, you mentioned two games and you said you have three. Is there a third one in the mix? There's Absolute Zero Junior. So it's a simplified version of my okay. original game, Absolute Zero. So it, it's out there as well. Yeah, there's Absolute Zero, Absolute Zero Junior, and Ten Fish. Ten Fish, T-E-N Fish, which is just 
brilliant. And for those of you who didn't see it on YouTube, you need to jump over on Amazon and check these out because they're really nice looking. And, And what's your retail pricing on these? Absolute zero is fifteen ninety five, and ten fish, I believe, is thirteen ninety five. Beautiful. Yes. In what age range? Give me the age ranges on these. Some people are listening, going, "Yeah, I think I might grab this for my grandkids." Yeah, absolute zero. It was originally designed for middle school, so like uh, twelve to fourteen year olds. But I've had third graders playing it because the idea is just opposites cancel each other out. So if you know that the same number of black and red give you zero, it's an easy concept. Up through high school and adults, I've had adults buy it and like playing and there's different variations. I give like five or or six different games you can play with the deck. So you can do like a speed game too or even an adult's challenge by it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Or multiplication war, addition war with integers. And then 10 fish is designed for younger children, kindergarten, first grade. So they can play uh, 10 fish. But once again, it's fun for the whole family. Man, that's awesome. Great job. I'm Thank super you. excited to see where this goes. Will you, will you come back once you're, once you're rich and famous and on, you know, on Oprah and all that? And you come back and <laughs> Is Oprah still around? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to, Jim. Thank you for having me. I appreciate awesome. all that you give us in the free content. You know, oh, thank just you. seriously, thank you, the stuff I've learned from your Facebook group and the Proven Amazon course, and then the other webinars that you host, it's a wealth of information. Sometimes I feel like I have that um, shiny object syndrome. I hear something that you talk about. I'm like, oh, wholesale, I want to go try that. Oh, private label, I want to go try that. I just have to stay focused with what's working for me right now. Yeah, there's, there's just so much opportunity, isn't there? There is. Um, and I, I feel like I could launch into my good ideas versus right ideas speech right now, but I won't do that. Okay. But I will, I'll, I'll sum it up with, you got to learn to recognize the difference between a good idea and a right idea. And the shortest explanation between the differences, does this feel like this is what I've been waiting on all along? It's the obvious next step. My life has prepared me for this moment. It was almost a divine appointment that God set up. Those are the right ideas good ideas. Man, there's thousands of them. You hang out in our community, you're going to get <laughs> Exactly. There's, and any one of which could put an extra 500 or 1,000 bucks a week in the bank for you. But that may not be the right idea for where you're at right now. But that's the short version of a much longer... I've probably done a podcast episode on that at some point, I think early on. But man, it was great hanging out with you today, Betsy. You are an awesome guest. You've got a great product. And uh, thank you for doing what you do. I thank think you, it's Jim. going to have a, a big impact on a lot of lives. And for those who are a little curious, hey, jump on Amazon, leave Betsy a great review, pick up a few of these, give them away Christmas presents. If you've got kids or grandkids, hook them up. This is a great gift. Get those kids off screens. You know, this is, but this is one of those products that Brett and I get super excited about because one of our core missions right now is bring families together, get kids off screens, Mm -hmm. right? Get parents interacting with kids. Man, this sure fits the bill. So I want to be talking a little bit more with you about, about these kind of things in the future. Thank you, Jim. Well, let's wrap this one up. Listeners, hey, thanks for hanging out with Betsy and I a little bit today. We love hearing your feedback. So if you're watching on YouTube, hey, leave us a comment or a review. Let us know if you picked up a pack of Betsy's cards, one of the games off the off Amazon. And like I said, leave a review if you do. And we love hearing your feedback too. So leave a review on iTunes or whatever your podcast listening platform is. That really encourages us around here as we continue cranking out this great free content. And one last reminder before... Uh, the big announcer comes in and probably says the same thing, I think. But silentgym.com is the only website you need if you want to get any of the links we talked about today. I'll link to Betsy's games even, make it nice and easy for you there too. So uh, folks can go and grab those if you'd like. Order more than one. Why not? Grab a bunch of them. All right. All right, Betsy. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone who listened today, thanks for hanging out with us today. We'll do this again real soon. God bless you, business building warriors. 
talk to you soon. Hey, welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. This is your host, Jim. We've got a guest today. And that means if you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see our guest. And if you're listening, hey, that's cool. That's about 90% of our audience. They just listen to the podcast on their favorite listening app. That's awesome. But if you want to come check us out, see us interacting today, hey, jump over to YouTube. There's a link in the show notes. And of course, the only link you ever need when you listen to Silent Sales Machine Radio is silentgym.com. It's the only link you need. So any links we talk about today, any resources we talk about today, you'll see it all right there. My guest today is Vicki Sullivan. She's with Payability and they've become a very valued, trusted partner of ours. They've actually sponsored some of our events, our live event coming up in September 2019. If you don't have your tickets yet, be there. Come meet Vicki, see the Payability team. They're going to be there with us. And I'm excited today to spend a few minutes sharing with you guys one of our close partners. Now, keep in mind, when we talk about partners and sponsors on this show, we don't just go out and say, hey, anybody willing to write a check, we're going to get you in here. These are services that are used by our team, used by our community. They've established trust in the marketplace. They know their stuff. We turn away as many sponsors. Actually, we turn away far more sponsors than we accept because if we don't know them, like them, trust them, haven't used them, we simply don't bring them to this audience. So this isn't just a sponsor spot that's been paid for. We invited our sponsors into this show so they can share some time with us, teaching us what it is that they do. Payability, if you're not familiar, and I'm going to do my best to kind of sum it up. And then Vicky, I'm going to turn it over to you to kind of fill in the gaps. Okay. But what you guys do is you allow daily payments. That's a big part of what you do anyway. So if you're used to getting that check every two weeks, hey, you could be getting daily payments instead. And it's not just Amazon. As I just learned, it's uh, if you sell on Walmart, Newegg, Jet, a handful of other platforms, you can get daily payments instead of waiting for that check. That's the service that you guys provide. But let's dive in. You got some stories for us today, Vicky, some users and, and why someone might want to consider using your services. And uh, last thing before I turn it over, there's a special link to get you $250 credit with Payability if you sign up with us. And I'll, I'll go ahead and give it to them once now, Vicky, and then we can talk about it uh, at the end of the show as well. That's go.payability.com slash gym. Go, G-O dot payability.com slash gym. That's me. Vicki, welcome to the show. Sorry for the long introduction. It's such a pleasure to have you here today. Thanks for having me, Jim. And uh, that was a great introduction. We're looking forward to being at your event again this year. Awesome. Theprovenconference.com. I forgot to mention it. But go ahead. Tell us about Payability. Tell us a little bit about uh, what you guys do for sellers and and your story and uh, take it away. Sure. So uh, Payability, we're the leading financing platform for Amazon and e-commerce sellers. We provide financing solutions designed exclusively for um, you know, these types of marketplace uh, businesses. You know, our first product, as you mentioned, is um, Instant Access, which is our daily payments product. So instead of getting paid every 14 plus days like you would on Amazon or Walmart or Jet or Newegg, you're going to get paid every day, um, putting better cash flow into your business. So you can constantly keep up with that crazy demand, that never before seen demand that Amazon and a lot of these marketplaces are creating and restock, get rid of stockouts, continue that selling momentum. And instead of focusing on how you're going to finance your business, you're going to focus on you know, other areas of growth and areas that are probably a lot more, a lot more fun all without getting into debt because it's just based on the sales you've already made. You're not taking out any, any kind of, uh, of a loan or anything. I got you. So talk me through the process. If, if someone was interested and go, wow, that'd, that'd be great daily payments. You know, what do they do? What's the process? How complicated is it? Is there a, 
Is there a background check or is there a credit check or like what can someone expect? Uh, so there are no credit checks. That's uh, you know one of our biggest selling points. Approval is all based on your Amazon account health and sales performance. So we only require around 90 days of sales history. We do need to see a little bit of sales history in order to underwrite the account and you know about evaluate um, and make our underwriting decisions. And um, then we then just around two thousand dollars a month in sales. So it's really flexible. Hmm. Uh, it can be used by sellers uh, of all sizes. And again, you know, no no credit checks. Twenty four hour approvals. Super simple. If you're interested in signing up, just go to go. That's go.payability.com slash Jim. Since you're listening to this podcast, you'll get a $250 sign-on bonus when you sign up for our instant access product. Super simple application process. Again, no credit checks. You just go in, fill out a 10-minute application, connect your marketplaces. Because again, you're going to get daily payments across multiple marketplaces, not just Amazon. And then somebody from our team will give you a call and uh, take you through the rest of the process. We never pull your credit, ask for bank statements, tax documents, or anything like that. We're just giving you financing based on how great of a seller you are. That's super cool. Okay. So payability, for those of you who have never heard it before, it's spelled P-A-Y-A and then Billity, B-I-L-I-T-Y, correct? Payability. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Still spell check sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> or cut and paste from the website, make sure I guess spelled it right. Go.payability.com slash gym for $250 credit. And you can get start getting daily payments. That's really cool. Well, tell me about, do you have some user stories? Like what advantages are there to getting paid daily? I know you kind of hit some bullet points there, but like give me some stories. Give me some examples of someone who benefited from your services. If you've got some examples for us. Yeah, we definitely have. We have two really great examples that I can't wait to share on the show. One is affordable allergy tests. They um, they provide at home allergy tests with uh, that you use with just hair for people and pets, and they have grown a lot. And they have not taken any outside financing, no outside investors, and they've really scaled their business and can really run their own business their way because they don't have to worry about debt or outside investors. They're just really doing what they want to do and running their business their way. They've, again, they've grown a lot and they've introduced new products. And uh, they actually ran into a situation where on Black Friday, they had a huge sale. It's one of the few days a year they actually discount their tests. So they got even more, even more sales than they ever thought they would get. And they needed to, they had the inventory on hand. They did not have any shipping materials or um, money in the bank for shipping. And so they were able to cash out that day, cover all of those shipping materials, fulfill all those orders, really without even thinking about, you know, where that money is coming from. It's all just, you know, it's all in their payability account, cash out every day based on your on your past sales. That's a great example. So yeah, on those huge spike days, you don't have to wait for your money. Amazon holds it for two weeks. If the timing of the spike is is off, like, yeah, that would be great to have it today. Start filling those orders because cash flow is everything. And two weeks is a big deal uh, to a lot of sellers. Two weeks is a very big deal. So I totally get it capturing the vision of, of the value of what you guys provide. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that's, that's a great example because uh, you know Q4, especially, or maybe a sale or a promo that you run, that's going to give you a big spike. It'd be great to get that cash faster rather than slower. And I know you guys charge, I'm assuming, an interest rate of some sort. Right? That's, that's your business model. Uh, but the benefit of getting the cash fast is the service you provide. What other examples you got for us? 
So uh, we have another awesome customer called Gifts Fulfilled. Uh, they, they do gift baskets for every occasion from Mother's Day to college gift baskets, birthdays. And so a lot of different products go into these, these gift baskets in order to fulfill every order. You need to be in stock with all of these different products. So you're running out of a lot of different products at different times. So the two-week payment delay really didn't work for them. So when they came across payability... They, you know, they're spending hours and hours a week just managing cash flow, just figuring out where the next, you know, shipment was coming from. Um, now they spend about two seconds a day managing cash flow. They sign into their payability account, and they're able to, you know, buy whatever they need that day to fulfill all of those orders. And they actually have a really amazing business model. They hire adults, a lot of disabled adults, uh, to put put together these baskets. So they're creating a profitable business and providing jobs to people in need. So. Man, I love entrepreneurs. That's so great. It sounds like you guys have uh, an interface where if I'm a payability user, and and I'm not actually right now, someone else on our team probably is managing this for us, but you can go in and see how much money you have available to you right now, take as much as you need, and and you charge for what you need and what you use. Is that how it works? Or is it a set payment every day? No, we charge. It's a flat fee based on your total sales. Okay. So, you know, whether you take it all out, you know, every day or wait a few days, the the fee is the same. I got you. Okay. That makes sense. Is this international or is this US only? I know some people are going to be thinking and asking that question. Yeah. So we do work with sellers overseas as long as they're selling on .com. We don't currently service .uk or .ca, but we do service uh, sellers selling on .com. Okay. Which we have a lot of sellers around the world. And for sellers who are maybe only selling on .ca or, you know, one of the other Amazon sites... U.S. is most of the activity. So you need to figure out a way to get there as well. Uh, we like to see people on multiple platforms. But if you're selling on the U.S., on Amazon.com, that's where PayAbility can jump in and help out. As well as, like we mentioned earlier, Walmart, Newegg, Jet, and a handful of others can get daily payments from them as well. Well, that's great. Uh, super excited that you're going to be at the conference with us. For those who missed it, let's just throw the links at everybody again real quick, Vicky. Okay, so we've got theprovenconference.com. Come meet Vicky. Meet the PayAbility team. Hundreds of listeners to this podcast. They're going to be there. I've already booked their tickets. And September 2019, all the details are on theprovenconference.com. And then we've got the website that you want to jot down, go.payability.com slash gym for the $250 credit. Don't forget that slash gym part for the $250 credit so that they can get you signed up and get you rocking. All right. Well, anything else we're leaving out today? I think this has been really informational, getting get out and educate some people and help them with their cash flow. I know we've got some serious sellers in our community. So I think some people are going to be jumping on this. Yeah. We can't wait to, uh, to see you guys at the conference. Uh, you know, we, we love this community and we really appreciate you know, always feeling welcome in this community. Oh, beautiful. Well, you're a valued sponsor providing a great service with a great reputation. So keep up the good work. We love partnering with you guys. And to the listeners hanging out with us today, thanks for hanging out for educating yourself and for supporting our sponsors. These are the people who, you know, this show is free. A lot of our content is free. The ticket prices for a conference are ridiculously low, especially this year. If you haven't seen the pricing, it's the lowest we've ever charged because of great sponsors like Payability. So if you have a chance to support them and and benefit from their services, please do so. And uh, God bless you, Business Building Warriors. It's been great hanging out with you. Thanks for hanging out with Vicky and I say a little bit learning about Payability. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks, Jim. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio.
Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.